Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for downloading this episode of High and Mighty. We'll be getting to the topic very shortly, but first I just wanted to tell you about a awesome opportunity. It's called goout.hilton.com. They're LGBT travel ideas um, through, through Hilton, and they have deals with great hotels all around South Florida, awesome party spot, um, the Diplomat Resort and Spa in Hollywood, the Conrad in Miami, and I mean I'm telling the LGBT LGBT community like they don't know that Miami is popping off right now. The Vintro Hotel in South Beach, all that's Curio Collection by Hilton. So Hilton is a like I don't know if people know this, but Hilton is one of those uh, corporations that is a. If we're saying corporations are people, Hilton is one of those ones that's good. I I hope so. At least based on this information I have here, they say uh, they're supporters of the LGBT community. They are uh, presenting sponsor of the Capital Pride in D.C. Gold sponsor of NYC Pride. They had a float and everything. They win Glad Awards, all that, all that jazz. They are a friend to the LGBT, a friend to many, but a friend to the LGBT community. And they have these special uh, hotels with like in top gay destinations like Miami and Fort Lauderdale, where you can go check out these dope ass hotels that have. Um, opportunities for LGBT, like it's a big supporter of it. So check out goout.hilton.com. This message is mostly for those bears that are listening, hoping to hear me uh, stretching or lifting weights or something. All right, guys, let's get to the episode. We're talking being fat with Nicole Baya. <laughs> What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your host, your boy, the number one fuck boy. Your number one fuck boy. Your number one fuck boy, John Gabrus. <laughs> God, it's so hard to do that every time, and it's even harder when your guest is literally laughing in your face. That cackle you hear off mic is my girl, girl code versus guy code star, oh girl code star, star of loosely God. exactly Nicole, Nicole Byer. Oh my God, that was the most <laughs> enjoyable thing I've ever seen. That's how I know if people listen to my podcast or not when they come over, because oh when I do that, they, when they're surprised, I'm like, you don't, <laughs> you don't listen. <laughs> I told you I didn't listen I to know. it. I was, 
But also, I wasn't surprised. It was just the best thing I've ever seen. A grown man gets so excited to scream about being a fuckboy. Your leg lifted in the air. Oh, I, I get into it, girl. I'm like, uh, I lean over the mic. like you know, Oh, and shout it's into wild. It. I feel like you should just put a clip, like a video clip. I think a recent guest, of Darcy, episode. grabbed a video clip Did she? Me, yeah. Oh, my fucking God. That was amazing. I loved it so much. Oh. Uh, well, Nicole, thanks for joining me in the high and mighty studio, which is rapidly heating up since the AC got shut it's off. It's a nice little studio. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, thank you. So we're going to talk about something that is near and dear to our hearts, or our enlarged, black-ridden hearts. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about the struggles, or the positives, or the... It's everyone else's problem but mine for some reason. I mean, <laughs> truly, it's not my problem. It, uh, it affects social media for some reason. <laughs> I don't know I don't why. Fuck. People need to just be like, you're fat. I'm like, I have a mirror. <laughs> also, I live in this fucking body. Also, if you don't like it, take a nap. Wait. Also, turn off your TV. No one's asking you to watch me. No. <laughs> I mean, I am. You don't yes, have to. I am. I am. I am. Please watch me. Hate watch me. Whatever you want to do. Whatever. But if you're like, a Nielsen family, call me fat yeah. and tune in. <laughs> Do they still have Nielsen? I don't even know anymore. I just know that expression. I mean, truly, I wore a bikini. I've just been wearing bikinis because, like, why? Why the fuck not? And uh, I was at this hotel in Palm Springs, and this man just stared at me. So I just like started winking at him. <laughs> now, do you think he stared at you? Like, are you fucking getting me with the bikini, or is he like? I think yeah. he liked what he saw. I think he liked. Why what he saw? would you stare at something if you didn't like it? Right. That's you like dead bodies? No. <laughs> yeah, you you look and then you go, no, thank you. <laughs> no, so yeah. if I was really horrifying you, you would yelp, scream out, shield your eyes, I cover your children's you eyes. Thing. You would just be like, yeah, let's move our chairs, <laughs> face the other direction. No. If yeah. you were truly scared and horrified of my body, you would make a noise. You would be. <laughs> you would act like a person who is scared. Right. Right. You would be like cartoonishly horrified. Yes. You'd be like, oh yeah. my god. You would run away and your skeleton would stay in place and then eventually catch up to your If body. that happened, I would stay fat forever. <laughs> that would be so funny. If I wish every I could, time. I should make a proclamation where I say, and I promise I'll stay fat forever because I'm probably going <laughs> to. Because I'm gonna. <laughs> it's too hard to do anything else. I'm supposed to be this way? I'll argue my doctor until the I day I die. I just fucking which love is soon. food. You're not going to die soon. No, I know, I know. Fat people live fucking forever. Dude, there's pills. There's, there's tons of pills to keep us alive. <laughs> I'll just be fucking a, a fat pill head. <laughs> um, before we get too much into our own issues or your issues with us, we're, I'm just going to read some... Re Speaking of people on the internet calling you fat, <laughs> let me read some reviews of my podcast. <laughs> As always, if you rate me five stars on iTunes and roast me in the comments, I will read it. So here we go. This is called He Likes to Eat <laughs> by Jay Hammond. Joan Grabass has guests on who know more about the week's topic than he does. And most episodes start to grab your interest until he gets too excited and can't hear anything they're saying because he is either talking over them or breathing heavily as his respiratory system does everything it can to keep him from leaving Las Vegasing himself except with pork, weed, and good old-fashioned self-awareness rather than alcohol. Joke's on you, Jay Hammond. I have an alcohol problem, too. <laughs> I've listened to every episode and wish we could be friends in real life. Five stars. Oh, that was so sweet. They always turn around right at the end and it say... It sounds like they, he was trying so hard to roast you, but then, like, couldn't in the end. He was like, I just love you so much. <laughs> yeah, they're so... Like, this is what they all are. Listen to Jay 
Jeb Guntist wastes the first 10 minutes of his podcast reading reviews where his unfunny listeners call him fat and say his, dead is, his dad is dead or something. The guests pretend to laugh for this part. Then they have a rambling conversation that gets cut off before anything meaningful is said. <laughs> Five stars, I guess. That one was good. I love when people bring up dead parents. They, these, people are, these people are fucking succinct. This is from Ice Bone Killer. Yes. He tells the same stories over and over again, laughing alone at himself while his guests get uncomfortable and confused about what this podcast even is. He just uses episode themes as an excuse to stuff his face with fast food, which he eats right into the mic. We all need to stop enabling this Gabris guy. <laughs> Five stars. Honestly, that one was the best. Uh, and here's that well, one was truly that, that one, amazing. These guys are good writers, gals, guys or gals. I'm assuming uh, Ice Bone Killer is probably Ice Bone dude. Killer. I hope it's a woman. I hope it's a fucking oh, just like a dainty little girl with pigtails. He's like, yeah, I'm Ice Bone Killer. She's like a snowboarder with like covered in tattoos. I hope. Um, and then here's last one from Take It to the Max 07 um, uh, called No Justice. There is no God. I know this because Gabrus's wife has diabetes and he doesn't. <laughs> Does she really? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> that honestly is so funny. It I is, mean, it's not funny that Tiffany has diabetes. It's a deep irony. But it is, is, what it is. so funny that she's so thin and fit and yeah. you're fat as fuck. <laughs> She's got diabetes and you don't. Uh, oh, Nicole, how do I not have diabetes? <laughs> I am pre-pre-diabetic. What does that told. mean? So I guess pre-diabetic is like a number where you get it, then your doctor's uh-huh. like, I neither have to give you medication or you got to do something. I'm just below that number, I've been told. <laughs> so I got another couple of weeks to yeah! get loose, Chomp, 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 chomp. Can't wait to get my get Long Island bagels and pizza. Yeah, but like if you get diabetes, that's something you guys can share. Finally, we can share needles. <laughs> I don't want to get an STD first. Uh, it's better to just share needles. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's really romantic. If there's anyone to share a needle with, it's your it's significant your other, your life yeah. partner. Or your husband or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I stick you, you stick me, we stick together. Whoa, I like that. <laughs> Let's stick each other Let's real quick. stick a each sti- other. Quickie sticky. Does she have type one or type two? She has type one. Uh, that's like juvenile diabetes that's the one you're like uh you get that, that, yeah whether that, you're like thin or fat yeah, or whatever it doesn't matter. there's no type like, two is we're doing it to ourselves type two is what we will have <laughs> <laughs> i just don't go to the doctor that's what i did for a long time how long did you go i went for you i went like the whole time i lived here until I, I just went like two weeks ago for the first time i have gone my mother's been dead since 2008 so i haven't been since 2007 we, I'm dying. We are kindred spirits. You're, you are. You have I got a, dead parents. I got a dead dad. I'm fat as fuck. <laughs> fat. We're, we're, we're on Geico vs. <laughs> Curl Code. We are uh, confident to a fault, some would say. <laughs> yeah. We are incorrectly confident. Oh, yeah. I'm always incorrect about shit. I'm like, no, come on. I'm right. <laughs> we, we are cocky. Mm-hmm. We are sexual animals uh-huh Ooh, i love to fuck <laughs> don't we all uh, i love that and i love that we you were on girl code and i was on guy code it, makes it, it was so perfect fun. we were it was like, like yin and yang yeah literally <laughs> and now are you on every episode of guy code versus girl code i think uh, i am too i think i'm on all but one or almost every they're yeah. just like oh, we love these little fatties yeah they're like we need to represent <laughs> the what most of america is. yeah fat people in the midwest screaming <laughs> Screaming about things. Scream, like, like the only thing is the shit that we're screaming is off game enough because mine is like all like <laughs> pansexual sort of like. <laughs> I don't even know what mine is anymore. Yeah, me neither. 
I don't. I, I'm honestly, too old to be on guy code versus girl code. This was crazy. This last year was crazy. I mean, we're all getting up there. I was like, cuffing? <laughs> okay. I didn't know what cuffing was. <laughs> I still don't know what cuffing is. Also, I did not understand the premise of the show until it aired. It doesn't make sense. Well, I get it now. It's like, girls do this, guys do this. Right. I didn't. They kept asking me about guys, and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't fucking know what guys do. And then when it aired, I was like, oh. I see. I'm supposed to have some sort of perspective on what guys for, do. Yeah, for me, it's like, how do you feel about this? I'm like, I've been living with the same woman for nine years. I have no take on <laughs> I don't <reality>. fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I, I have, been, like, they're like, is your, you know, do you keep your bathroom dirty? I'm like, no, I'm a fucking 35-year-old married <laughs> Like, you know, I don't live the life that anyone, even uh-uh. other co-stars of the show, no less people watching it yeah i guess not yeah you're the married one <laughs> yeah you and jamie lee right exactly and then they asked jamie lee to not call dan her husband wow to she's... call her uh her boo because uh, it and makes you like, sound come older. on they, they they made me start calling uh t- like uh my girl they didn't want to say my wife they wanted to say my girl i remember that now too so dumb. Um, I have to say my girl about a 34-year-old woman. So dumb. <laughs> but also, like, the people watching it in, like, Missouri, they they're all married. Right. They're, they're married with kids. 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 They're married with so oh my god! But he lives on Long Island, so you can do that. That's my excuse. You can't get amazing fucking Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Long Island that much cheaper than out here? Um, not much, but it is cheaper because it's just not in the city. You know, it's I an hour outside. started looking for houses, and they are so fucking expensive. Yeah, you... I have to spend like a million dollars for a three bedroom house. Yeah, we need like six more seasons of MTV shows. <laughs> <laughs> Ten more seasons. <laughs> I because bu- me and Tiff were looking at houses too, and it was fucking. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um. Uh... <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Houses are expensive. Doctors yep. are scary. Uh huh. And uh, we won't go. We're not going to buy one. <laughs> um, let's let's just use this as a jumping off point to okay. get into this. Why why is it? I get it less than you, but I think it's because you're slightly more popular on social media than me. But why is it people? I'm also a woman. Right, you're also a woman. People and a black... hate women. Oh, people Poor like... Leslie Jones. People like women until women talk or do uh-huh. something. <laughs> until we're like too fat, we're talking a little too loud. I love the idea of women, but actually seeing them in like power or respect is disgusting. <laughs> it's so wild. People hate Hillary Clinton because she's what, qualified? She, it's the only person that's ever been said like, I don't know, she's a little too much of a politician <laughs> to be a politician. <laughs> Imagine someone was like, I don't know if we should hire this comedian. He's, He's very funny. too funny. <laughs> that sounds like something. I want this guy who thinks outside the box. Never done comedy yeah. before. Yeah. He's racist, just, just though. Guy. He's like, good looking now. We can make him funny. But that's it's also the other thing. Wild. As we're just saying this, that's sort of true. Like, weird fandom for people in comedy who are doing like anti-comedy that is just offensive yeah that there is like room for that and that is trump <laughs> versus hillary it's like people yeah. are like i don't maria bamford who no thanks i'd rather watch this guy scream racial epithets at people <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather watch this vine star pants a black guy on the venice oh boulevard and get God. decked I mean, yeah. <laughs> People who like write and craft jokes, nah, Vine. Let's pay these idiots millions of dollars to like, I don't know, do a, a Tide Vine. Yeah. I did a pilot with a bunch of Vine stars, and one of them was like, 
I don't get why people work for like 10 hours a day for no money. <laughs> I work for my videos two hours a day and I get like, you know, $100,000. <laughs> I'm doing a very bad accent for her because she's some <laughs> she sort of Puerto something. <laughs> she was. She was some sort of Puerto Rican girl. And I was like, oh my God, what an insane way I to think. I think she's going to be well adjusted in the long run. <laughs> I think She's 18. She's already understanding what life is. It's, you She'll work two great. hours a day, you get 200K yep. a year. That's I just mean, what life is for most people. It's wild. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. Fucking people are crazy. I also don't understand why people need to say it like i understand maybe to hate hillary for, for if you're that type of person sure you hate hillary because she could run the country that mm-hmm. you live in but to hate leslie jones or to hate <laughs> nicole Bo- that to shit it, on to tell them to, to tell to me to, amongst your friends is another thing to that's be like, fine you know talk what? shit all you, you want you know what? i don't this person's not funny fine that's but fine to tell but to them, tell me knowing full well that I'm going to read it. I like retweeted this one guy and he tweeted back. He was like, oh man, I didn't know you were going to read that. And I was like, you used my full government name. Yeah. How did you think I was not going to find it? All I have to do and is search my name or they'll tag me. Or they hit you in the at mentions. I get shit. Like people send what they think is considered feedback. Uh-huh. But it's like <laughs> notes. Yeah. Someone literally tweeted me the other day. This is such a minor thing, but it's just funny how minor it is. Mm-hmm. That he tweeted... Hey, love you to death, man, but the way you pronounce stranger things is like an ice pick in my ear. Why would you enunciate stranger over things? Wait, what? And I was like, what? I don't even know what he's referring to, because you know you do oh. a bunch of podcasts and you forget when you so say- So you say stranger things. I like my I love that new Netflix show that's just a lot about like ET and stuff. It's called Stranger Things. So I guess I'm saying Stranger Things. And to him, he felt that bothered him so much. I don't even, I didn't do a podcast about Stranger Things, so there's no way I said it a bunch. That is wild. For him to, it affect him so much that he has to tell me. I literally retweeted it like, note taken, this was a good use of all of our time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can't, I've never been affected by someone so much that I needed to seek them out and say something nasty to them. No, I've Uh, I've had the opposite positive where I'm like, I just got to tell you that your stand-up special was through the roof. Was really great. Like, I only want to give people compliments. I don't get tearing people down. Also, I do not get saying things that I already know. I know I'm fat, I know I'm black, and I know I might not be funny to you. Say something I don't know. Right. Do you know something about my soul? Am I going to heaven? <laughs> Do you talk to my parents? Like, what is it? It's so weird to just tweet at someone and say, hey, you're fat Yeah, black. hey, you're fat and black, and I don't like you. Okay. The fact that you're telling me I'm fat and black, you don't have to tell me you don't you, like me. Yeah. You're shouting that at me. Yeah, I'm you're assuming. just, you fat black. <laughs> Thank you. Because those voices are so much louder than the positive voices. But it they're is. out there. The positive voices are great. People are great. Uh, and then sometimes it's like too positive where it's like, you inspire me. I'm uh, like, how? You, are, you give me life. You give yeah. me life. That, the, the joke you made is my aesthetic. You're like, Chill. I am a nobody. Chill out. Uh, My wife doesn't even like me this much. (laughs) Why don't you relax here? Yeah, right? Like, my friends are always like, what? I went on a tour with Hartzler, uh, Drew DeFonso, Marks, and Marcy, and this is, like, right when Girl Code came out, and I was like, we did improv, and then this girl came up to me and then started bawling, and I was like, please stop, and Hartzler was like, who are you? Why is she crying over you? And I was like, I'm on an MTV show. I'm so sorry. This is so weird. I was like... Stop crying. It is crazy. And then you also it makes you think like, Jesus Christ, people really are paying attention to what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. And I'm just throwing shit. And Especially I, in guy code versus Honestly, do you write your jokes? No. no. Do <laughs> you read the topics? To what? Do you read the topics beforehand? No. <laughs> I just scream in the chair. I can speak in like 
complete sentences. That's my trick. <laughs> that I'm like, I know the setup. They're like, so how do you feel? Like the way I feel. Like uh-huh. I always notice. I know how to speak, and so I just get put yep. on. And you and I. You fucking. We do the same thing. If you're fast forwarding through the show, you're gonna stop because when it's one of two of us on camera, we are taking up the frame, are dressed wildly, and moving and, and screaming. Your oh, exactly. Or like laughing really hard. I'm constantly being told to keep my hands in frame. So am I. And the guy code frame and the girl code frame is wide uh-huh. that I should not have my yep. arms fully my arms akimbo. Are always out. And they're like, Nicole, do it again with your arms closer. And I'm like, what here? They're like, not that close. And I'm like. Okay. They're like, John, pull your shirt down because it like rides up. Oh, it's up always like pull my shirt. They're always telling me to pull my shirt down, and then Jocelyn has to double stick my yeah. shirt down and put. Uh, I have to get sweatpants. <laughs> <in my armpits. laughs> I'm probably fucking peekabooing on you right now. Well, I'm wearing black, so you can't even tell. Smart. What? Why? It, what is that with people? And th- here's the thing: Does it bother you? I mean, sometimes, like late at night when I should go to bed, I'll be like, I guess I wasn't funny. Well, I guess I am bad. Well, but then to pick the, you out, by the way, and, at the VMAs and go like, "This isn't funny." It's like, come on, we're all no, we all know what we're doing here. It's a little. I this show's talk, been on the air for thirty years, yeah. and people and they keep trying to reinvent it. It's just an award show, right? I mean, great. Also, all of my content got rewritten the night before. Of course, it got emailed to me at two a.m. And then during one of my hits, the prompter went out. And I was like, Benny, my floor producer, I was like, there's nothing in the prompter. He looked at the prompter and just started counting down. And I was like, no one's going to help me. Not a single person's going to help me. You're fat, you're black, you're You're a woman. You're fat, you're black, you're a woman. (laughs) Just tell them. They don't know. (laughs) They might mention it to you in Twitter. (laughs) It ended up being okay. But I mean, doing live anything is very hard. It's also like, have you, how would you do? Is someone threw you at the back of the VMAs next to Rihanna's dressing room with Beyonce walking back and forth, Ariana Grande skipping around? Like, how would you do? Oh, people would want to see me even less in that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's not our element. We're comedians. No. Like, that's such a weird thing. No, it was so weird. It's such a forced thing. And for people to use that to pick you out, it's like, before you call me unfunny, uh-huh. why don't you watch some watch of my- Watch anything I've done. Yeah, watch I've show. I have tons of videos. Like, watch something that is comedy and not me just hosting yeah. a fucking- yeah. yeah. People are fucking crazy, People man. are nuts. I don't- I just don't understand that mentality. Are these people younger than us? Are they older? They have to be younger than us. Right. But then sometimes I'll, like, read a nasty tweet and I'm like- And I'll look at their avatar and I'm like, oh, you're like an old fucking man. I've gotten weird shit. And then you, like, go to their profile mm-hmm. and it's like, mother of three. And I'm like, what? And you're like, what, what are you teaching your Turn fucking your kids? And pay attention to your kids rather than mm-hmm. saying, like, my the audio on my podcast is too low or something. <laughs> Fuck you. It's just wild how, like, nobody's focused on themselves. Also, I watch, like, I don't know. People are just, they're just nasty. I don't get it. And I don't understand the fat stuff. Like, everybody's fat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Is, are they mad that you or I or, or celebrities in general that are fat are fat and successful or fat and not upset like they are or they might be or their friends might be? Maybe that's what it is. It's like, well, I hate myself and I hate this woman who doesn't seem like she hates herself. Yeah, well, at least I'm or, skinnier than her. Wait, she's not as angry yeah. as I am. Yeah. Or maybe it's like most celebrities look better and dress better than you and we look like them and right. we get paid to be on TV. So they think that they can, they're like, if this guy, well, first of all, that's just a random, you just brought up something funny. Every time I meet someone that's a guy code fan, uh-huh. a young dude, he's always like, yo, how can I get on that show? Yep. And I'm like, dude. People ask me all the time, six years of comedy in a fucking basement. 
Right. That's how you get on the show. Yeah, write, write stand up, become successful, get noticed, and then be, yeah. whatever. But it's just so funny that, like, that's their instinct. I think that's a young person's thing. It's like, hey, that's really cool. Uh huh. I, do I it. want it. Yeah. How did you get it? I yeah. want it. Right. Which is like an interesting thing. I mean, I have a friend, Allison Rich. She'll pick people's brains yeah. and then like add it to like what she's doing in her life. But she's not straight up like, how'd you get it? Was it easy? Right. Let me do it. She just like picks people's brains, which I well, think is like a, a tough, different but question. She's also a oh yeah, she's, she's also, also like a com- doing the work. And a very funny comedy, and person. she's not like a sixteen-year-old fuckboy who's just like, ah, hey, you're fucking funny sometimes. How'd you get it? Uh, everyone, everyone at the lunch table says I'm funny. I want to be. I want to be on that TV. I'm uh, like, hey, dude, go ahead. You know, I'm eighteen years older than you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm I've old been as doing, fuck. I've been, I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, poor for a long fucking time. It's a really weird attitude because I would never have like. If I met Will Ferrell when I was 16 or... Um, you would never, I would never go, go like, yeah. how'd you get it? How'd you get SNL? Yeah. Well, how'd that I work? Can I, that. can I do that? Yeah. Are you get me on that show? I wouldn't even say, like, I really want to do comedy when I get older. Like, I wouldn't even... No. If I met Will Ferrell now, I wouldn't even say I'd do comedy. <laughs> unless he no, came up No, me either. Unless he was like, oh, I know you. <laughs> yeah, you do comedy. And you're like, oh, thank you. You know me. Great. Yeah. I don't I know. I would maybe ask him to be on my podcast if the uh, situation arose. No, you wouldn't. No, you're right. I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. You're self-aware. You understand how people work people aren't self-aware anymore they, they just say whatever the fuck they, don't they give want a shit about themselves all they no. give a shit about is the uh, a black girl a big black girl got cast in ghostbusters uh-huh. oh my god that honestly i, I hate to like take you as the proxy for big black no no comedian. it's it just, fine it's but so truly right leslie now. don't leslie did nothing she did nothing but star in a movie that's and what, that's the what other I, three nothing nothing happened to them so when people are like Oh man, it's sexism. It's like, nah, it's racism. It's yeah. racism and sexism. It's both. It's yeah. awful. It's racism and sexism, but racism is stronger. Stronger. They put sexism. a fucking gorilla at the top of her fucking website. Yeah, the, yeah. Hambry? Why am I just here? Who is Hambry? Harambe. <laughs> Harambe is a big meme. Harambe. But I know it's a meme, but I don't get it. He's the gorilla in the Cincinnati Zoo that was killed when a kid fell in. Oh, and so it became like a big thing, and like then it became a me, and like the internet mourns Harambe, and it's like kind of funny. It's like um, R.I.P. Harambe. It's like, but yeah. did the kid die? No, the kid lived because they decided to kill the gorilla, and then oh. there was con- literally controversy. Like the kid shouldn't have fallen. It's like we're sure. gonna let a kid be mauled by a gorilla sure. in front of people. Like I get it, animals. <laughs> we got to protect them. Uh-huh. But the second one's attacking someone's <laughs> child. We have to. I'll kick a fucking dog if it bites my wife. Yeah. Like I love animals, but if yes. a dog is attacking my Absolutely. wife or my dog, but why didn't they tranquilize him? I don't know. Maybe that's not an option with a fucking eight hundred pound muscle machine. You I know? guess so. But you heard about that uh, alligator that. Jumped out of the water, snatched that kid, and went back into the water. Yes. That's insane. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy, because I talked about this on uh, Anthony and Kate's show. They don't have a Mm -hmm. podcast, so it was live, so I feel like I could repeat it. Of course. 80 people were there. (laughs) But (laughs) um, it's... You think you're safe in Disney World. <laughs> like, Until like, why weren't the parents watching? Because they're standing in Disney World Disney watching World. fireworks. And then an alligator snatches your kid. You're like, the fuck? If you're a kid and you see an alligator come out, you might even think it's like Pirates of the yes, Caribbean shit. Like, like oh, an I'm animatronic gonna... alligator. <laughs> and you're like, hello. Your <laughs> so, but I don't even like... That's why I will excuse like hatred to Hillary because she's mm-hmm. also saying things that will change... Ideally, change people's lives. And, yes, and I don't. Even, I, st- I still don't think it's right. <laughs> I get not liking Hillary Clinton. I just don't understand liking Donald Trump, who's right. a true sociopath who doesn't ever say the same thing twice. 
So I don't. I, I, it's, I, that really like bothers me. I think it just like people are like, it's cool now. I could say hateful things. <laughs> That's what it feels like. That's what it feels is like. Feels like well, this guy's saying that it's cool to just kind of shoot cool from the to hip. Say that uh, <laughs> we want a wall. We want to deport Muslim Americans. Yeah, there's my like, African American over there. Oh my god! And when that black man waved, I was like, "What's wrong with you?" What did he say? What did he say recently about black? He's like. Oh, it was oh! That we're just getting shot in our streets. Yeah, well, he said. He said, "What else? What do you got to lose? What do you got to lose?" Jesus Christ! And I was like, "And that's how you're gonna try to get me to vote for you? <laughs> I mean, that I'm gonna get shot in the streets? That unemployment's at 46 percent is not? Yeah. it's like 20 something." He's like, "Take a bet on me? Fuck yeah. it. Who cares? Right? Yeah, who just cares? Burn. He's literally saying, "Hey, black people, let's burn this whole fucking thing down. <laughs> huh? Get me in there. Like he's gonna give oh. us shit about. Imagine." <laughs> I would love it if like a thousand black Trump supporters showed up to a Trump rally, even if they were truly Trump supporters, uh -huh. which, by the way, I have yet to meet a black guy who supports Trump. I but haven't met there, any. They are out, out there. there. Omarosa or whatever. She's the head of black outreach. There's at certain levels. <laughs> I understand that these people, I don't even believe what I don't believe Omarosa believes in anything. except no, like just Donald's fame, got me money, money and fame. Money. I'll just stay around it. And there's other people high up in the Republican Party that are who are black or like that black preacher. It's like you're just like this is going to get you attention. Yes. This is going to get people to come to. But you. I can't fathom. I mean, if a thousand black people showed up at a Trump rally, they would all be arrested. That's what I'm saying. Even if they were supporters, it would be so the all those fucking mm -hmm. racist people would they would be so uncomfortable uh -huh. and I that's the moment I want because I want them to be like all right Trump here we are you support us African Americans uh -huh. here's a thousand of us here. and then watch all the white people uh, be like no, wait a minute I thought I was coming here I to don't just want this I thought I got to say the n word all the time I mean people are f it is we're living in a wild time right now and here's my question is it as wild and hateful as it's always been, or is it now we just can get all the information? Well, I think what happened was, I mean, Trump's like, we don't have to be PC anymore. And I think what happened is people are just like, I hate blacks, but I won't say it. Right. And then Trump's like, you you don't have to be PC. It's like, so I can say it? I can say that I hate the blacks? They still, so I people think still won't even go that far because they'll just be like, the blacks need to, f and they say blacks, which is already a thing. <laughs> uh, I, I can't, like, Repeating saying just saying the phrase blacks is insane the blacks? to me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's I'm like, tough. how hard is it to say black people? <laughs> yeah, you can just say black people. They're, they are cool with that. <laughs> My African American. Oh. How did that not sound wild going through his head? Putting ownership to a black like, person. Infamously the worst thing that yeah. <laughs> and America's he's just ever done. Waving like it's <laughs> okay. Hi, Trump. And I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? It's fun. It's wild. I feel crazy, and I like woke up today, and I was like, "What if Trump wins? I, I just like, don't... will we like be in a war? Like, other world leaders are not going to be happy about it." Yeah, I just don't think. I just don't think it can happen. I'm praying that I really but, by am. Way, politics are my like my least knowledgeable. Kind. I don't know much either. All I know is when he speaks, he literally contradicts himself every other sentence, yeah. and that is like a child. Especially when he says things that someone calls him out on, and he's like, I didn't say that. And it's like, but you did. It's and a, you can find... It's like a girlfriend argument. It's like, are you yes. with your significant other? It's no, like, I didn't do it. It's, no. your, it's your fault on interpreting it wrong. You're like, like imagine what? if he was president and like bombed somewhere. And like, why did you do that? And he's like, I didn't do it. What do you mean you didn't do it? It wasn't me. I also don't think the president can really do his... Like, he will be a absolute problem for this country yeah. and the world if he gets elected. But... 
I think people who are his supporters are misled by like what the president <laughs> is able to, and even people who hate Obama, yeah. I think are severely misled as to what the president gets to do. I mean, it's like Obama's going to take away our guns. I'm like, Obama, no, can't. can't. He's can't he's do that. Tr- he can't even try to, nope, because it's not his thing. Nope. And then even if he does, there's enough people and money to stop him. So just chill it's, out. He there's so much stuff that Obama tried to get done that he couldn't get done via Congress or the House of Representatives right. or the Senate or whatever. whatever. I don't know. I truly don't know. Executive branch, Executive, judicial branch. Uh, a bail becomes a law, uh, schoolhouse rock. Amendments, Bill of uh, Rights, Magna Carta. Uh, government. Red uh, coats. Uh, governors. Uh, Bloomberg. Government, so- governors. <laughs> government, governors. Uh, governors, uh, Comedy Club. Uh, Congress. Uh, improv. Uh, give me a suggestion. Uh, basketball. And thank you guys for listening. This has been <laughs> Hardball with Chris Matthews, Nicole Byer, and John Gavers. Uh, I love talking about politics, but truly not knowing what we're talking about. All I know is that I feel very strongly against right? Donald Me Trump. Me too. I'm, I'm fine. I'm Get Hillary in there, please, for the love of God. I feel point. like that's how much America hates women. We let public enemy number one, a black man, be our president for eight years, and a woman, people are losing their goddamn minds. I think what the thing is, and it's because it's specifically a woman in power. And yeah. a woman a woman that nobody wants to fuck. <laughs> like yeah. I, I mean I, I mean it I'm would, not saying I wouldn't. I would I would throw it to It HRC. would be different if she was hot. It would. If she was hot, she'd be fine. Sarah Palin got very far being knowing just as much as we do about politics. Arguably less. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, like go on the nothing. internet. <laughs> <laughs> I read links. I mean, granted, mostly just liberal echo chamber same, links. But <laughs> same. I read a lot of preaching to the choir bullshit. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. I watch a lot of videos and I'm like, yup, <laughs> yep, I uh-huh. agree. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Kaepernick, fucking sit, dude. Do what you got. Oh, I don't know why everyone's so mad that he's sitting. I saw the most succinct uh, tweet that called it out. White people, colon. Black people need to learn to pr- uh, protest peacefully. <laughs> Black person sits down during a song. Not like that. <laughs> it's so true. All it is white true. people do is like, well, they're going to riot. And uh-huh. that's not the right thing to do. Yep. A guy sits, sits quietly. Down, and they're like, no, you have to stand up. This is in a league where people have committed on camera domestic violence uh-huh. and still play. Yep. And they're like calling for the head of Kaepernick. Yep. People are burning his jersey. Like, fucking white really? idiots. There's a video of a guy burning his jersey. It's like, you gotta fucking... Oh my God. That's just like with the whole fucking All Lives Matter bullshit. It's like, Black Lives Matter. No, all of them do. Well, okay, because we're not talking about you for half a second. They all matter. Also, you're, you're not getting shot all the time. How do people... Also, everyone does this, both sides of the thing. Everyone is always like, <laughs> you know, I'm in a similar situation. That's like mm-hmm. everyone's thing is like, especially on the internet, Ooh. it's like, oh, yeah, sexual assault's serious. Oh, I know a, cousin, a second with cousin. Of- that whole fucking rape thing with Aaron, <laughs> what is his name? Uh, Glazer. Aaron Glazer. Yeah, I'll, the, I'll say his name because it's out there. Yeah, the rape allegations. So many girls I talked to were like, yes. When I was raped, and I was like, "Who cares? It's not about you." Yeah, I'm glad you feel comfortable sharing about this, but like, this is not about your rape right now. Wait for your rape turn. <laughs> I know we are fucking dancing around a fire right here, but it's like everyone. You don't need to. We don't need to attach ourselves that like no. a black kid is shot, and then like white kids are facebooking. Like I was friends with a black kid yeah. growing up, and this is bullshit. And it's like, who fucking cares? You don't have to make it about you. You could just share the story, or you can be like. 
Black Lives Matter. That's a great way to just say that you right. are united with the fucking cause. Get out there, walk with people, yes. do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, get out there. Don't attach yourself to it. Don't. Like, it makes no sense. It, I know. I try really hard not to comment on stuff. I just I, like I have, I have been completely cuz I get I just I write my my thing is this is full disclosure. I write comments on Facebook and don't hit enter and then just delete it. But I write it and look at it and go, that's what I want to say well, to this person. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for not hitting enter. Right. It is so easy to just think a thought and then move on. That that is the answer to society. So yes. you don't have to say everything you, you don't. Think. As a matter of fact, you also don't need to have an opinion on everything. No. You maybe, if you host a podcast, you have to have an opinion, <laughs> or you're a talking head on an MTV2 show, you need to have an opinion on banana bread so you no. can talk about it. No. Half the time they'll ask me questions and I go, pass. <laughs> First time I did, they are like, Nicole, you can't do that. I was like, yes, I can. I don't fucking know. I'll say shit about pass. anything. They're like, how do you feel about earrings? I'm like, earrings? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to wear them, but they do go in your ears. <laughs> Claire's, you know, I just say some shit like that just to get Honestly, material. What a perfect soundbite that would have made an episode. <laughs> Claire's, shout a setup, and then like uh -huh. that's all. I, that's all I know how to do. Oh boy, people don't need to share all of their thoughts. No, and that's what we're talking about with this Twitter shit. Yes, and I feel like we live in a society where everyone is offended by something and then sharing their thoughts about another thing, and it's like just like read a book, go sit outside. Go live your life. It's crazy. Just, Look, I try to like down. put my phone down. I'm getting for, like, much better at it. I'm get, getting like, better at it too because I'm like, I don't want to be a part of this 24-7. And even just reading like negative like GOP stuff, like even though you're like, yeah, these guys are mon like it just stresses me out after a while. I'm like, oh, don't tell me a guy with this point of view exists. I don't yeah. even know. I kind of liked it. This is going to make me sound maybe um, like I'm being apathetic, but I kind of liked it a little bit better when I didn't know how racist or how awful everyone I was. I mean... My mother used to say things about white people. Not like nasty, nasty things, but just like things here and there. And I'd be like, no, mom, they're so nice. They're my friends. The older I get, I'm like, she was right. They're not nice. Lots as of them are very as mean. As a people, we as are. As a people, uh, <laughs> some are very, very mean. You know, not all guys are sexual <laughs> monsters. Not all white people are. That's like the old. I mean, not all, but like a lot are. When, whenever a dude's Kansas. like, hey, got, not all guys are rapists, it's like, You've been accused of rape. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like you, it's like, why you, are you getting You're worried. So... You've, you've had a dicey hookup in the last year. If, <laughs> a guy if a guy steps forward and says, hey, not all men are rapists. Some of us are good. In my head, that guy's had a dicey hookup. <laughs> he's done something where he's I like, agree. this is going to come back and bite me in the ass. I did something I went to, I was on a tour in Kansas, and uh, we asked the kids, we're like, where does everyone like hang out? Where does everyone drink? And they're like, we all go to this bar called The Noose. And I was like, the what? <laughs> They were like, the noose. And it was a bunch of white people. And I was like, no. Shot not. No. And <laughs> not we got in the, the car. And I was like, can we not go there? And they were like, absolutely not. And then we drove past. And I was like, yeah, that's a fucking place in Kansas called the noose. That's insane. It was awful. Even <laughs> remove the entire insane uh, <laughs> history of lynching and uh, uh, aggression. toward, And just naming it after something you used to yes! kill yourself is dangerous. It's crazy. And a bar that serves alcohol that like reminds uh -huh. you about suicide uh -huh. is a bad idea. Just call it the news. <laughs> yeah, that's where we all hang. I was like, no. We call it swallowing the lead pill. Check it out. <laughs> Putting your head in an oven. <laughs> the bar. <laughs> Does that really kill people? Putting your head in an oven? I think so. If you breathe enough for the gas in but i probably not in modern ovens so much. what a bummer to die in an oven that's so sad ass out or car like the car gasoline yeah 
Yeah, if, I'm, if I'm going to commit suicide, which I never will, I'm too much of a narcissist. Same. Same. Yeah. same. I would never I do guess it. Some would argue that I'm slowly committing suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm attributing to my own self-death. I mean, you walk from your bed to the bathroom. That's exercise. I can move. You can move. You're you not immobile. Move? Yeah. I do watch my 600-pound life. Do you watch that to no. see what the future holds? No. <laughs> it is so sad. But all of them are married, so I'm like, well, maybe I'm doing something right. <laughs> All of them, 600 pounds, can't even fuck, married. That's crazy. And then they have to like lift their bodies. You gotta watch it. It's upsetting. I've seen a couple of those things, and it's a little, a little scary. Ooh, it's very upsetting. Because you're like, <laughs> at what point do you sit down and never get up again? Yeah, at what point do you go like, well, this is my couch. And I could see it happening. Because sometimes I sit down and like I'll be like, oh, Tiff, can you grab my water? It's uh-huh. like, and she's like, it's like you have to just <laughs> lean forward to get it. I'm like just balance it on my gut so I don't even have to lean forward. So what are what are some what what are some difficulties you find in day to day life? My thing, and this is not your problem at all. Uh-huh. My thing is finding clothes. I can't oh. find, I can't wear the clothes I want to wear. You like that's one thing, and I'm like I want to drop forty pounds just to buy cooler guys' clothes. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a huge hard, issue. Right? I, you dress uh, fucking amazingly. Thank you. B- Today I'm wearing all fucking black. But uh, you, you, you say you're wearing all fucking black like you're dressed like <laughs> you have a Oh, I forgot to say I'm wearing a headscarf. A I've head got scarf, dangly earrings, like a, a giant wooden necklace, <laughs> bracelets for days and rings. Okay, so I'm doing the most. Uh, but like event things, like... Right. Like uh, finding a dress for the VMAs was very wed- hard. A wedding, weddings a have carpet. gotten better, but red carpet is impossible. Ward- wardrobe impossible. just for shooting. Like, oh. To go on a show, like I'm like, please don't make me. And I like, t- I plead with the wardrobe woman. Uh-huh. I'll be like, okay, I'm a size. Full disclosure, forty waist, mm-hmm. forty two in like anything that's slim fit. I, I'm a double XL in shirts, but if it's not made in America, if it's not J. Crew or something American, I'm yeah. a triple XL. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, got it. And I'm like. Tell them all this stuff, and then the only thing that ever fits is shoes, because it's like, I'm a yep. size 12, <laughs> and my feet I, aren't fat. My feet are kind of fat, but I'll tell them <laughs> my size, and then I have like a thing at the bottom where I go, stretchy. Look for things with stretch. If you think that I'm going to fit in this smaller thing, make sure it's stretchy, because I did Charlemagne's show, his first iteration of his show, Charlemagne and Friends, Yeah, and Ty was the wardrobe girl. I love Ty very much. She brought one jacket. And I put it on, and I was like, this is the smallest jacket you could have found. So then her and her assistant are, like, cutting the inside. And I was like, you must know how this, like, you, this feels this awful. This does not make me feel. The and then I have to you, go on TV and be funny. One of my most stressful things in my life is trying on clothes. And it's before tough. I was even very fat, like, when I was just kind uh-huh. of fat. Trying on clothes stressed me out. Because I don't like to do it, and I'm easy. I'm a sweater. Yep. And getting dressed and undressed uh-huh. is like putting, I wore jeans to an audition the other day, and I, Almost, I almost drove home in my boxers. I'm not even joking. I wore jeans just to have pants on in audition. They were so tight and it was so hot. And I was walking across the CBS lot. My pants were so tight. Here's how tight my pants were. They were so tight that I unlocked my car walking away. Like the button was just hit my thought. Like I just was walking away from my car. I heard beep, beep, beep. I was like, my fucking pants are so tight. Walking has pushed a button on them. That is so funny. I stopped wearing jeans for a while and was just wearing leggings because I was like, these are comfortable. I've, I've jeans gone are too full tight. shorts and tank tops. It's I, tough. I don't even give a fuck. But going to an audition, you're like, I want to look presentable. Yeah. And I like walked in and I felt so uncomfortable in my jeans and I was so mad at myself for mm-hmm. wearing them. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm like, fuck <clears throat> clothes, dude. Clothes suck. Wardrobe. And it's always the most humiliating because then 
like they have it all lined up and you're trying it on and you're like I'm like I told you this is not gonna uh-huh. fit and it's like this doesn't help like my I ego every you, shirt it makes I, me feel like shit <laughs> yeah. the worst was I did a like a ladies of comedy thing for Elle magazine and they had a room full of beautiful clothes and then they told us to bring our own stuff just in case so I was like oh I wonder if they like got me something I wore a forever 21 dress that I brought that the woman shook out and made a face at. And I was like, don't make a face. Don't make a face at it. You told me to bring stuff. And then everyone else is wearing these like beautiful fucking things. And I was just like, this makes me feel like shit. Like this sucks so hard. You may have heard while Nicole started telling that story, a pounding noise. That was me punching my chair in agreement slash frustration. It sucks. That's the hardest part. Because that shit happens when I was on Wild and Out. It happens with Guy uh-huh. Code. I go in there when ev- all these other little stylish Teeny, fucking, teeny, tiny people. They're all putting on like, oh, cool. And they're like, I'm like, what about me? They're like, we got double XL champion sweatpants and a pair of like, <laughs> did you bring jeans? Oh, and that's the other thing is like. Yep. That you have to bring some sort of clothes. I always have to bring my clothes. And I'm like, I don't even have mm-hmm. nice clothes because I don't want to buy clothes at this weight, mm-hmm. which is another thing I'm dealing with. It's, it's like, a whole thing. Uh, you don't want to like you're like I do want to lose weight. Yes. I don't want to be skinny. I never will be. Skinny, no, I never sure. want to be thin. Yeah, I was just like me personally. I was comfortable forty pounds ago. That's same here. That's like I would say almost exactly. I'm like three twenty something. You don't you don't we don't have to do numbers, but I don't, I'm cool with it. I'm three twenty something <laughs> mm-hmm. now, two seventy something, which is still about forty pounds overweight. Is yeah, what I felt. I'm good at. yeah, I'm fine being fucking fat. I like it. I actually I prefer it. I yeah. like the way I look bigger because I've I been like smaller. The way you look bigger too, girl. <laughs> Surprising Thank no you. one. Uncle Gabrus has got what he calls a sickness for the thickness. <laughs> 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 Uncle Gabrus was the funniest part of that sentence. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that I sometimes refer to myself as that. It's like Uncle Gabrus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, clothes. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. But you ever shop at ASOS? No. I don't know if they have plus size men's clothes. Is that a thing? I what do they call men's big men's clothes? They, it's big and tall. Big and tall. They and call it plus size and tall. curvy. Your <laughs> yeah. stomach's Did you growling. Hear that stomach? Yeah, uh-huh. I had Chinese food for lunch. <laughs> what I, kind? Oh, I went to um, down to Chinatown and ate at some place Ooh. like Yao Chun. I forget the name. But was, it was it like authentic? Yes. Oh, it was like Cantonese food. It was. Awesome. I've never had authentic Chinese food. You. Do you like Chinese food? I love New York Chinese Same food. Same here. Can't find it out here. No. Oh, wait. No. There's this place. Fuck. It's like on Fairfax. Genghis Cohen. Maybe. I don't know. But their fried rice is like New York fried rice. And I was so happy. I think that's Genghis Cohen. Maybe. I'm pretty sure. I get it um, delivered. Or 88. Oh, you get it delivered? Is it? Oh, eight? no. It's 88. 88 sushi on I Fairfax. fucking love sushi that. It's, it's like nasty. But it, like, it reminds that's what you me. Need. Of, yes. You can't find General So. I did a whole episode about General So's <laughs> on this podcast. Literally like three ago. Yeah, it doesn't exist out here. Uh, girl, I got to take you to the San Gabriel Valley to these dim sum places. Oh. That it's like no one speaks a word of English. You can't even read the menu. Perfect. You just point to pictures and they bring it out. It is that's some of the I best want. food I've pictures. ever fucking had. I want pictures. You're like, what's this? They're like, pork. You're like, got it. <laughs> Check. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm not going to do a, also, any more Asian accents, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was pretty spot on. My favorite thing that I would eat from the Chinese restaurant in New York was fried chicken and fucking French fries. Dude, I used to love that growing up. We had a Chinese food place so in our good. town. When me and all friends would go there, all the white kids would get like General So's <laughs> or beef and broccoli and all the black kids would get uh, fried chicken, chicken and french fries. Chicken and, french fries. And, then like, a fucking, and they loved it. And, and they were like, yeah. this is better than you know the fucking yep. McDonald's and shit. Yes. And I don't know why. It was so good. I'd get a grape soda. I'd be the blackest ever. It'd be great. Because under- I never even understood that. And it was literally like a, like a cultural divide. Like my black friends would be like, <laughs> yeah, I'll take a french fry. I'm like, really? From a Chinese uh-huh. food place? And they're like, 
I love it. <laughs> yeah, like a Ketchup? shitty. Have you ever had it? You ever? Like, and then you, they put hot sauce all over it. It is very good. So fucking good. I have such oh. a distinct memory now of riding the F train to an, uh, when I lived in Brooklyn and like a, sitting across from like a black dude who's clearly <laughs> on the end of a shift of something, you mm-hmm. know, eating a fucking big ass dipping fries and ketchup on the yep. train. And I'm like, oh, living the oh, I miss New York. Sometimes. I miss New York. I was just there and I miss it so much. I fucking love it out New here. New York and I love it here. Yeah. Getting back, like when I got back here, I was like, yeah, I live here. This is it's where nice I live now. to visit New York and I do miss it. But I fucking love L.A. Tiff and I were just saying Ugh. on the last Christmas trip when we came back, we're mm-hmm. like, this feels like we're coming back home for the first time. Yeah, yeah. but also there's so much room here. Did Which you, is important for did us. Did you have like a two-bedroom? <laughs> yeah, we had like, but it was still like everything else was small. You know, mm-hmm. like b- our stairway was small. You know, it was yeah. like everything was tiny. Everything was just so tiny I and need tight. fucking room. Yeah, we're getting I bigger. Like, <laughs> I like, I, we are. That's what, I like driving in a car over riding the subway for same, sure. Yeah. Same, I'm over the subway. I I'm used getting, to be like, this is great. This is fine. It's not great. It's not fine. It's it's It works so well. It's so perfect mm-hmm. for Manhattan. Driving and driving is and getting Uber so nice. around are the dreams. I fucking love it. I just bought a new car. I fucking love What'd it. What'd you buy? What'd you get? I got a BMW 1 Series. Is that a car or a SUV? I don't it's know. a car. Okay. It's a itty bitty two door car. They stopped making them in 2013. Oh, I actually know which ones you're talking about. It's Those smaller are dope. than the three series. Yeah. And then mine is a. Fuck, I can't remember what they call it. But it's like supercharged. It's so fast. I bought a fucking race car. That's so I awesome. Love it. Uh, I bought Ugh. a station wagon, and I fucking <laughs> love it. My wife was like, "What the fuck? What kind of station a wagon? Volkswagen Golf station wagon with the fucking oh. sunroof, and I got it's my not beach a chairs. station yeah. wagon. Yeah, yeah is but... it a GTI or a Golf? No, it's the extended. It's like a full blown, not just the GTI. <laughs> it's not the Golf hatchback. It's the one that's oh. full on wagon. I haven't even seen those. I yet. will, I will walk that's past it when I walk you out. Wild. <laughs> I, I love it. Your car. <laughs> Ooh, it's I love it so much. Oh, it's so dope. It's so nice. Um, so clothes are a big issue for me. Very big. And have you had this recently? This is uh, also again sort of personal question, but I recently was like limited by my fitness in a comedy shoot, <laughs> and I was like, I can't be too out of shape to be an actor. That's like the only like I understand yeah. never doing a five k or always taking mm-hmm. an elevator. Fine, but like I was like doing a scene where I had to run, and I was like oh, tired. Yeah. And, uh, I kept, and they were like, you got to do it again. And I was like, yeah. And I was trying not to seem out of breath. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh. This no, is I'll bad. tell people. Sometimes I'll be like, you only get three takes of this. Yeah. So have whoever the stand-in figure it out. Because I'm only doing this three oh, times. That's really smart. Only because it's like. Then I'm if shot you're for still, the day. Yeah. And it's tiring. <laughs> when I was shooting my show, I wrote a scene or I pitched a scene. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I like run? And then when we shot it, I was like. This isn't funny. This was terrible. I'm yeah. so tired. And then I wish someone was like, Nicole, get on a treadmill. Not to lose weight, like, before we started shooting, but just literally to be like, you're going to be on your feet for 10 hours a day. You're fat. You don't do that. Right? That's the, like, that's, that's just, what I'm getting at. Is like, I'm like, shit, dude. If I had to, like, just walking around and moving all day uh-huh. and, like... I need. I'm too out of shape to do that. Yeah, and that's that's the issue. So I mm-hmm. wish people would tweet at me instead of saying like, "Hey, you fat fuck," or whatever, <laughs> or "Hey, you fat black female comedian, you're not funny." Maybe just be like, uh, "We're concerned about you. We'd love if you exercise, so then you could be even better at your comedy." <laughs> like maybe that wouldn't be as offensive. No, it wouldn't be offensive. But then I'd be like, "What do you mean?" But then I'd think about it and be like, "Yeah, you're right." And I think that's where I'm at currently. Is where I'm like, I need to. Make sure I just live a little longer. Yes, I buy, dress a little nicer and can, yeah, and uh, can do my job, which but requires honestly, almost no physical activity. 
They should make bigger clothes, like nicer, bigger clothes. Everyone is fat. Everyone is fat. You go to the Midwest, literally everyone's a nasty little troll. Right. They should, I don't get why they don't make clothes for these little trolls. Right. I I can't believe I cannot fit into a double XL Ralph Lauren uh, button down. Like I can. You should be able to. I, I feel like you should. But then what's the point of making a double XL if it doesn't fit me, who is not insanely obese no you're I'm not just a giant guy you're also tall right and broad shoulder and shit but it's like for double xl i should be able to put a double xl on it's if you don't make nuts. a three xl yes i should be able to fit but i why don't they just make it up to like a three x like why yeah why stop and then like some i've like just been on like the internet trying to find different shit to wear and then they stop at like a two x or you get a 3X and you're like, this isn't a 3X. Yeah, their shit's all slid down so everyone feels better about themselves. Yeah, and I and was like, what is this? Yeah, let's make all these people who are slightly overweight feel better about themselves and leave all these fatties to yeah, fucking these poor hunt down. little fatties. Looks like another sweatsuit. <laughs> I, like, this is, this is, I uh, growing up. Another uh, sweatsuit. <laughs> growing up, I always was envious of uh, fat black dudes and fat black girls because mm-hmm. I thought they had style and also culturally, like, you could wear, like, a fucking full-blown Fila jumpsuit. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like I might end up dressing like fucking DJ Khaled someday I or wish. something. I wish. But I will say, like, being fat and black is a little easier, I think, than being fat and white. I feel like fat white women give up. Where fat black women are like, yeah, everyone in my fucking family's fat. I so, know like, I will look good. There is a, the stereotype is real of, like, a fat, black, confident, sassy, yes. amazing woman. Like, you are, yeah. I've met... No, I've never met another Nicole Byer, but I've met I've met some other, like I grew up around big black chicks who were like, mm-hmm. "You want this ass, motherfucker?" You know? I'm yeah, like, "Holy I mean, shit!" Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just like the way we're raised, but like I don't. Yeah, the way I was raised, I was never raised to be like sad about who I am. Right. My and mother was always like, "You be the best at whatever you want to fucking be." I feel like for a lot of uh, women in general, and maybe I don't know as much if it crosses uh, like it's mostly white women, but. Their moms are so concerned with their own weight that girls grow yes. up around that. Cause like, and then the mom projects it on them a little. Mm-hmm. Of like, you're going to have dessert? I'm not going to have to, you know? like Yeah, I think that might be a white people thing. Right. Like, my mom was always on diets and, like, concerned about her weight, but, like, not really. And not projecting anything onto you either, right? Mm, not my bit. mom. My yeah. dad sometimes would be like, you don't need to eat that. I'd be like, I'm going to eat what I want. <laughs> Fuck you, I pop. came out of the womb screaming. <laughs> Surprising zero people. <laughs> Loud as fuck. You can't tell me what to do. I've you came out of like the womb. I picture you come out of the womb. The doctor slaps you on the ass and then drops a wig on. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your daughter with her beautiful, long, straight, white person hair. Oh my god. <laughs> She's got beautiful that Indian is locks. <laughs> such a funny image. You a should, baby in a wig. You should have a flashback to in loosely exactly at some point where <laughs> the, it's a girl and you have like a full blown weave on as a and baby. Like <laughs> wind blowing. <laughs> you got like Stella Groove back long. Love that. I mean, they called me Tina because I would scream a lot. <laughs> like Tina Turner. I know who you're referring to. Oh, I didn't know if you were, you know, well versed in black uh, singers. <laughs> Maybe just Tina Turner, one of the biggest <laughs> of all time. All right, fair. Um, where is Tina Turner? Oh, where is she? Is she still in the Thunderdome? <laughs> She's still stuck in the Thunderdome. <laughs> yep, that's where she is. <laughs> Quite still possibly. in the Thunderdome, rolling down the river. <laughs> Rolling, um, rolling. Yeah, so like. I also, sh- they don't make wide shoes. You don't have that problem. I, I don't do. have that problem because I, I only wear like chucks and flip flops anyway. Oh, heels. Women, you have to wear nice shoes. Heels suck. 
I could only imagine. It sucks so much to find heels. Dress shoes and putting on a suit for me is like the most humbling part of like I hate every <laughs> step of that. I mean, I don't love wearing dresses. No. But like getting dresses like Wedding dresses have been easier. It's much easier to find like a nice floor length dress that's for like for a wedding. Like a big old maxi thing yeah. that looks nice. Yeah. I love that you know maxi. <laughs> <laughs> a little girl named maxi. <laughs> I know all the maxis. <laughs> a big old maxi. Uh, but like fucking red carpet stuff, su- like fancy stuff, nice stuff sucks. It is so hard. Because there are literally no designers, really, who make stuff. Right. Like Christian Siriano, I guess if you tweet at him and you have a big premiere, we'll make you something. That's yeah, if you're in, Leslie the, Jones if you're in the most talked about movie yeah, of all time. Yeah, I guess. And I, then Melissa McCarthy, I'm sure, has someone who makes her shit. Right, yeah. But it's just like, little old me without money. Uh, right. That's I, I just said like, I bought a BMW, and I was like, I don't have any money. <laughs> Well, you only have one season of a show, and it's MTV. So yeah, so... <laughs> you need a couple more. Yeah, um, that's that brings. You, I should just like see where football players shop. They probably have shit made for them, right? Like they're... people who have money and they're fat and they look nice. People are making them shit. Right. They're buying two of everything and sewing it together. And, and you're at that level of fame where you can get invited to the red carpet, but ain't nobody but dressing nobody's you and dressing giving, you all, me. giving you all your nope. No, it's all you. Nope, it's yeah. all me. That's how I felt when I went to the VMAs for the first time, uh-huh. and they were like, this is what you wear? I wore shorts, <laughs> Doc Siders, and a button-down shirt and a tie, and sunglasses. They were like, what are you wearing? I was <laughs> like, the clothes that I have. <laughs> this is all I brought. When did you go? You go the- I went a long time ago. I went, I think we were there together. Oh, yeah, when Miley was twerking? Yes, when Miley Honestly, twerking. I watched it, and I was like, eh, it was a bad, it was not great. It was fine, yeah. But then everyone was like, oh, my God. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Cultural appropriation of doing a dance? Okay. Oh, it was, I mean, or is it too sexual because like, she went up against Robin Thicke? I I think that's what it was. it was like too sexual the whole cultural appropriation thing i was like dancing's dancing i mean it's like you just can go back far enough and we've stolen everything from yeah people. Like, like i don't know why everyone's so surprised like the kardashians people are talking about they're wearing cornrows now and they call them boxer braids for whatever reason they renamed them and people are like cultural appropriate it's like yeah yeah it is it's, <laughs> it's not, i don't but know that's what I'm saying. like what is that really bad? Unless, like, if I saw a white dude who had dreadlocks and, like, a dashiki on, I'd be like, you're pushing. <laughs> if I saw a white dude with dreadlocks, I'm just like, okay, that's, that's okay, your just decision. What yeah. you, I think the issue is, like, my sister had braids and went to a job interview and was told she looked a little unprofessional. Now these white girls are walking around with braids and mm. people are like, this now is hip, hip and trendy. Yeah. I think that's where the issue lies. That makes sense. I just don't know why we're so surprised that it keeps happening. Right, of course. It's just gonna. It's that's what happens. I feel like somebody once told me something that uh, uh, white girls, w- white guys learn style from white girls who learn it from black girls who learn it from gay guys. <laughs> yeah, but I put the black girls before the gay men. Gay men have been stealing from black women for a very oh, wait, long maybe time. That's, maybe that's it was some weird order where it's like yeah. it all comes back to black women. Uh-huh. Like everyone's stealing from black women uh-huh. after. Like guys learn from gay guys who learn from black women. And mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's so Which true. Is- yeah, I mean, everybody wants to look like this. <laughs> I mean, all I wanted to do growing up was talk like the black kids in my school. <laughs> like, not not say the, all the same words, but... <laughs> no, I wanted you say so whatever you ba- want. I wanted so badly to... And I mean, I, of course, did. But like mm-hmm. not. I would just be like, yes, I'm, these guys are so cool. <laughs> naughty. Uh, there was a dude in my school named Naughty. Naughty? Yeah, it was, but it was like short for Nodwig. 
or of Nordberg course. or something like that. Nordberg? I think it was Nordweg. Nordweg, uh, I can't say his last name, but it was like a Haitian. Uh-huh. He was like a Haitian dude. So. That's a great name. It was a great name, but his, everyone called him Naughty. Being a fucking cool black dude named Naughty in fucking that's 90s, great. dude, that's such a cool name. I missed out on a cool name. My mother named me and my sister Catherine and Nicole specifically. So when you saw our names on paper, on resumes, you, you would be, yeah. see us as opposed to like Jaquana, you're like, put her in the trash. And it's like, <laughs> it well, sucks. Yeah, wait, I hear yelling coming from the elevator. Oh, it's Nicole Byer. It should be some white girl from it should Connecticut. Be a nice white girl. We heard her on the phone, and that's what she sounded like. Because I sound like a little white girl, too. Do you? Sometimes I think I do. Actually, I don't know. I think I have a very like weird voice. You have it. I wonder if listeners, listeners, tweet at Nicole and say your voice is fucked up, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listeners, tell me what kind of voice you think I have. Sashir, I think, has an Asian American voice. Interesting. So, just now look, I'm just gonna throw out stereo while well, just shattering stereotypes. Just here. It is like a little. Uh, it's like proper and sort of like. Uh, uh, not soft in a bad way, but so- like gentle. Yeah, and like so quizzical? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I have a voice that doesn't match a 300-pound bearded guy. Like, my voice is like a little high-pitched. Um, yeah, I my- guess if I were to like just listen to you, I would think you were like maybe 5'9", slender, and very preppy. Yes, and I am... None of those things. No, with like a, a big round baby face who like really likes to drink beer. I, I me and my friends, we play cornhole <laughs> on the weekends. I love beer pong. What is cornhole? Cornhole is they also call it bags. You ever see it? Like we throw bean bags into like a little oh into like, those holes. Yeah. What is that? That's like an old school drinking game. It's mostly from the Midwest though. So oh. I never I never even saw it until I moved to California, which was just... four years ago, and I've been drinking since I was twelve. <laughs> really, you started drinking when you were twelve? Started drinking at bar mitzvahs. Started stealing oh. vodka. Stealing off the bar at bar mitzvahs. Or when the bartender turned around to help people, you would push the tap forward and fill up your uh, soda cup. Oh, my God. You're Monst- wild. Monsters. Let's see. I don't, a- when did I start addict. drinking? <laughs> I think I started at like 15, 15 or 16. My dad had a bottle of Mount Gay rum. Oh. And I would just drink that. There's a bottle of Tanqueray in my parents' basement still that is about 90% water. Because we would like drink it and then add water, and then the next week we would drink it and then add more water. It's like That's we're not even getting so drunk off funny. this because it's mostly like, this water. This is just water like, now. Gin doesn't taste I'm bad at all. Very hydrated. <laughs> this old musty water in the basement <laughs> fucking closet. Um, yeah, we started drinking at bar mitzvahs and then really took off. Are you Jewish? No, but I'm from Long Island, so oh, I went so to everyone's so Jewish. Many. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Jersey, so oh, we had okay. off for every Jewish holiday. It was the best. And I went to a couple bar mitzvahs or bat mitzvahs. What's a lady? Bat is a lady. I went to a lot of bat mitzvahs. I went to some bats and some bars. Oh. I don't discriminate. <laughs> I mean, I'm an anti-Semite. <laughs> I hate both of them equally. <laughs> I hate you both Jewish yourself? women and Jewish Uncle men. Gabrus? No. <laughs> Uncle Gabrus. Uncle Gabrus uh, doesn't discriminate. Uncle Gabrus don't discriminate, baby. So <laughs> creepy. That's my radio show. <laughs> Welcome back to Uncle Gabrus's radio fun hour, sweetheart. <laughs> the kissing at the end was upsetting. Yeah. That's always a weird noise to hear, no matter what. Um, any other last th- Any last thoughts? Any... Uh, I like this flower hat you have. Oh, thanks. I have shoes in the same print. I have exclusively, like, peacocking. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, I guess that's what I do. I'll wear, like, all black, and I'll, like, jazz it up and be like, see, I am trying. See, look, I care. (laughs) I'll draw attention to myself with my voice and personality and the way Mm -hmm, I carry myself mm -hmm. over my clothes. I guess, Uh, Any last minute? uh, uh, Last minute. (laughs) Quick, we gotta run. Uh, uh, Any, uh... 
Anything else you want to talk about in this in this area? Fuck anyone who decides they have to tell us we're overweight. We, yeah. Also, we that's know. a part of our... It's a part of my identity. It's part of our personas comedically, too, where we are aware yeah. of it. I watched that clip, uh, which we'll talk about loosely exactly in a second, but I watched that clip of you in the bed when you're like, uh, and he's like, this is my house. And I was like, this is so... Yeah, you want a piece of that <laughs> chocolate pussy pie. <laughs> that made me so happy. I was watching that, and I was like, this is fucking great that something like this is going to be on TV. Thanks. I was... <laughs> Really surprised. I was like, you're gonna let me say chocolate pussy pie? That made me so okay. happy. And I just I, I fucking love that. And it's like we know we're overweight. We lean into mm-hmm. it. That's part of our thing. Who do you think you are telling me that? Yeah, and then also it's like I feel like people get mad that I'm just like living a life and not like sad Struggling about being or, fat. Because yeah. every other show that I can think of where there's like a fat character like mike and molly they met in oa right. there's a new show on nbc where these two fat characters meet in oa i auditioned for the uh the guy. i did not audition <laughs> for any of it because it's a white family it's a white family <laughs> with and... one black sibling though a male oh really yeah that's actually yeah funny but about black it. women aren't sad about being fat on television right. it's only the white right. ones ah. and she have you seen the trailer where she throws out a box of donuts and i was like i never have a box of donuts in my house yeah. to throw away they're all eaten they're gone but yeah. like She's crying. She's like, tell me to lose the weight. I, I have never cried to someone and begged them to ask me to lose the weight. Like, I don't think I've cried about being fat since my, like, adolescence. Like, Right, since getting brutalized by other, like... Well, I was smart. I would, like, I would make fun of you first. Like, nobody ever made fun of me. Maybe once to my face, but, like, I, but was, I, I was too cool. I was I too that's fucking part of the re- cool. Part of the reason why... We are the way we are now is because, like, I fucking... First of all, my family is brutal with each other in a fun, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, um, ripping on each other all the time, roasting yeah. each other constantly. So you kind of have to be... And I was always fat and always sloppy <laughs> and always gross. <laughs> and my brothers and my dad are all, like, super jacked and in shape and shit like that. Really? Yeah. So it's like, I'm... I'm And going... I always played sports, so I was always around mm-hmm. athletic kids, and I'd always just be the first one to be like fu- and now I work in Hollywood where everyone's mm-hmm. good looking and I'm like just the first one to, like, I dare you to you yeah, can't even I get near I fucking dare you to say <laughs> something to my face I'll light your fucking ass uh-huh. up. Yeah. well and that's the other thing retweeting people taking shots at us that's like a thing you do to be like hey it's, it doesn't affect I me I don't care fucking- honestly Marcy yesterday was like our friend Marcy she was like it affects you on some level I was like not when people call me fat you can literally whisper fat to me before I go to sleep and when I wake up in the morning and it doesn't bother me because it's a fact. You don't look at someone and go, you're blonde. Yeah. It's not an insult. When I, it's a fact about you. When I am at rock bottom, when I am like depressed or before I go to bed and I'm, I'm having a flash of a negative thought, I'm not saying to myself, am I or am I not fat? I know the answer. <laughs> I'm saying, am I or am I not funny? That's my concern. That's, is yeah, like, that's my I not only funny? concern. And so when people call me not funny, that's when it hurts because that's mm-hmm. like, okay, that I might not be to you. Yeah, if that's you want to get to us, don't call us fat. Just say specifically how we're not funny and yeah. give examples. <laughs> say like, yeah. That hurts. Be like, uh, you say Uncle Gabrus too much. You say <laughs> gobble dicks too much. Ooh, oh, gobble a dick. <laughs> I didn't realize what I... So a lot of interviews are like verbatim interviews, I thought. And then some... Okay, I like changed the subject. That, but I'm talking about gobbling dicks. That's what I'm going to get to. Always. So I've been doing a lot of press for Loosely Exactly Nicole, doing a lot of interviews. Some are just transcribed exactly. And then some are like... Pull quotes. Kind and- of like, yeah, journalistic, a story with quotes in it. And I said to this... He goes... It was Splitsider. He's like, is there anything else you want to add? And I was like, 
my dream man is six foot eight kind eyes good soul and a very big dick and then that was in the interview and i was like why wouldn't you take that out <laughs> why i know i said it but why why wouldn't you so now i've just been saying it in all my interviews yeah, fuck it and i'm really hoping that someone bites <laughs> i mean it's been rough yeah, I guess you gotta like if that's your type, you gotta start hanging around like locker rooms, yep. so, like a professional. Find athlete. someone who's six foot eight. No, well, I, you got it going for you in that department because you're like, look, I want a fucking athlete, but I ain't trying to steal your money. No, I don't I'm want not your trying fucking to have a kid money. With you. I'm not gonna force you. No, to, yeah. I don't so want any of that. Yeah, if you're in, Ooh. right? Hmm, any professional athletes want to listen to this? Yeah, if any six foot eight, uh, hit me up. So any six foot eight white guys with huge dogs. Ooh, yes, that's my favorite. <laughs> the unicorn, mm. quite literally. Well, I had one. I had one for a while. You were dating a white guy with a big yeah. dick? Yeah, big that's... fucking dick. But he was a true blue sociopath. <laughs> they usually like are. a real crazy person. <laughs> and it was like on and off for like three years. And then finally it was just like, no, thank you. Yeah. Your dick's not that amazing. Your dick's not big enough to overcome sociopathy. No, it truly isn't. <laughs> no. Um, all right, Nicole, where yes. can people find... Thank you so much for coming to talk to me. This has been thank so Thank you fun. for having me in your beautiful house. Please. Honestly, listeners, break into his home. Please. I'll it's give you, so nice. My address will be in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Come smash in the window. I'm going out of town no, for a week. No, don't Get- say... Don't tell them that. <laughs> no, this will come out in a couple of weeks, so we'll be safe. Okay, great. Um, tell people about... Tell me about Loosely Exactly. Okay, so Loosely... I'm excited about this. Are those. you? Yes. Okay. I've watched. I was excited when I heard it happened. I was excited when I watched the trailer. Every clip <laughs> I see gets me more excited. The, the DVR will be set. Ah, Gabrus, thank you. Okay, so loosely exactly Nicole is the show that is loosely exactly based on my life. <laughs> it's I okay. Full disclosure, I wanted to call it Krusty Cunts, but MTV did not like that for some reason. And then yeah. I was like, what about the N word? And they're like, no. Like the L word? Just called the L uh-huh. word? That's so funny. Because my name is Nicole, and then some people call me the, the other word. There's another one. <laughs> they Nubian. didn't like that either. Yes, Nubian. I felt uncomfortable saying Nubian. So imagine how I feel about the other one. I love when white men call me a Nubian princess. It has happened two or three times, and one was a dude wearing a dashiki at the tiki bar on... Uh, what is that? Sunset? Oh, yeah. Tiki T. Yeah, the teeny tiny place. <laughs> yeah. This white dude wearing a dashiki who explained to me that they're not even called dashikis. And I was like, you need to take yeah, a nap like and an go African, home. African, I'm an African studies major. He, yes, it was like, wild. And I was like, I can't. And then I slept with his friend because, you know, you got to do him. it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's like loosely exactly based on my life. Um, Every episode either has like a little nugget from my life and then the writers, you know, wrote something or it's like verbatim my life. Oh, wow. That's really. So it's all based on just. So it, you're playing a character named Nicole. Yes. Who's going to auditions. Who's in her trying to get early dick, 20s, which is just like you. Wink. Just like me. <laughs> uh, who goes on auditions, gives up acting, starts acting. It's like super wishwashy about life. Uh and then, like, makes mistakes but truly glosses over them. Because, like, I don't dwell on shit. I just, like, pick myself up and move There's on. There's no point. There's no point in just being like, I'm so sad about it. Just, like, like, once this- a month in the shower is a good time to be like, fuck, I can't believe I did this three weeks ago. <laughs> and then let it go. I think, like, yeah. once a month I just have a moment where I'm flashing back to something, like, six weeks ago where I, like, mm-hmm. said my condolences to someone. He's like, nah, you're thinking of the wrong guy. <laughs> you know? 
I one time hugged an agent and said, sorry about your father. And he was like, what are you talking about? And it was like a different agent whose dad oh, died. Oh, no. And I was like, I don't know. Dads are just jerks, right? <laughs> and I like ran away. I was like, oh, no. I'm in. That's <laughs> so funny. The thing I've been thinking about is I bombed my wedding speech at my friend's wedding. So I don't perform well in Portland, as is. And I had planned the speech. It was joke, joke, jokes, and then like heartfelt stuff. And then I was worried about cursing because there was kids there. So I did all the jokes, and they didn't really land. And then I was like... Uh, just get off stage. Not being like, this is a fucking wedding. Say the nice things about your friend. This is not a stand-up show. Oh, yeah. And then I like sat down and I was like, oh, I fucked up. And I like think about it every now and again. And I'm like, oh, well, I can't fucking change it. But I'll like come up and I'm like, ah, oh, you could have said I'll all help, of that stuff. I'll help you shoot a wedding uh, toast video that you could send the couple. Perfect. <laughs> I think you should send one of a video and be like, look, like, I know I fucked it up. I fucked yeah. up your wedding speech, so I did another one. Uh, make sure you show it to everyone who <laughs> yeah. is at the wedding. You cut this <laughs> cut this into your wedding video. Edit it into the wedding they video. They didn't have a wedding video. We, oh. They got married in the middle of the fucking woods. Oh, okay. White people are fucking crazy. White Portland people. <laughs> she was like, she told me where the location. I was like, this is a camp. I'm looking at it on Google Maps and there's yeah, like, w- green. Everything's camp? green. <laughs> she was like, yeah. And I was like, do I have to camp or can I stay in a hotel? Closest hotel's a half hour away. And I really want you to camp. All right, I'll do it for you. Ten min- like We're 10 minutes away from the campsite and my phone's going in and out of service. I was like, is anyone else having trouble with service? She's like, oh, there's no service there. And I was like, this is you have to tell someone that before you get there. Also, this is a weekday wedding. It's Wednesday. They're getting married on a Wednesday in the it's woods? It's cheaper. Of course it is. I hate that. It's I very, hate Friday night weddings. Very less cheap. Wednesday weddings. But it ended up being like really nice and magical, and it was like it forced me to talk to people that I didn't know. They ended up being right. Because mm-hmm. you know, like you go to a wedding, and there's always that one friend that you don't know. Yeah. Like, who the fuck is that? That was me. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone else lived in Portland, was from Portland, so then I had to be like, "Hello, please All be right. my friend." I'm gonna um, give the I... worst speech later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna talk for two minutes about nothing. I don't know if you can gather this by looking at me, but I'm not a camper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a camper at all. <laughs> yeah, I arrived in purple cornrows. Like I, I, I looked so out of place, and then I like took them out so her wedding pictures didn't look crazy. Um, so wh- when is loosely oh, exactly premiere? It is Monday, September fifth at ten thirty. Okay, awesome. So this is probably going to come out the Thursday after. So episode two is oh, on yes. this coming Monday. Yes, yes, so, yes. You've probably already DVR'd episode one. Yes. Watch so it. please watch it. Or start watching on start episode watch two. Start watch episode two. Episode two is really funny. Yeah. Episode one's funny, but like I... Because episode two's, episode two's not a pilot. Correct. You get to get it more into the yes. comedy. You don't and you're just do, like, fuck roommate. it. We this get is... it. We get it. Um, people, check out this show. Yas. Yas. Also, say some nasty things about me, but please, if you do, do research and don't talk about how I'm fat. Find something that you don't think is funny and let me know. My Twitter handle's at Nicole Byer. Uh, I'm at John Gabris. Feel free to seek me out and try to destroy. If you have, if you want to just shout at us and tell us we're fat, you know what her Twitter handle uh-huh. I feel like a lot of my listeners are fat animals, too, so they're going to be okay with it. <laughs> Uh, they are, I openly call them shitheads, and they like it. So that's. <laughs> I love it. Do you uh, know, how many people listen to your podcast? Do you know? I I have like. Also, s- how do you get paid to do a podcast? Is everyone getting paid? Is that why we're all doing podcasts now? So a lot of people are getting advertisers. It's kind of like a new oh. thing. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of ads. It's not a lot of money, but it's like it's not re- it's not rent every month, but it's it's nice. Huh. I was going to do this anyway, so taking a couple extra hundred bucks. Maybe I'll fun. do a podcast. People, you know, is that a listen. smart one? Lauren Lapkus. 
Oh yeah, when I've the done other it person twice comes now. Up with the other yeah, idea. it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah, she shows up and someone else does the work. And it's she gets great. Yeah, I did it once. too. It's great. Oh, you, you guys should listen to Labacus's podcast, especially yeah, Nicole's episode great. and my episode. Yeah, I gotta listen to yours. I'll listen to a little bit of it. I probably won't. Okay, that's fine. Okay, you don't have to. Okay, great. Uh, guys, watch what is Lucy this exactly. Pink football? Is this like a ladies' football thing? No, it's a uh, rugby uh, ball. But uh, the France team, Lestat of France, uh, based out of wait, Paris. that's a rugby ball. Yeah, it's deflated though. So you know what? I don't know what rugby is. Rugby is the sport I played for a long time. And it's like football because it looks like a football. It's, a, it's in between football and soccer. I yeah. just don't want this podcast to end. I got to find out about rugby. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll explain to you rugby. <laughs> Listen to the rugby episode with Nicole Byer. <laughs> Whoops. Totally miscasting. <laughs> uh, Nicole, it's been awesome. It's good, been good wonderful. Good luck with the show and good luck with Uncle all these Gabriel's. amazing fans. You fat black woman. Oh, you, <laughs> you fat motherfucker. Thank you. <laughs> all right, babe. Bye, shitheads. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast. <laughs>